All right, welcome back to the show, guys. Episode 15. Episode 15. Now, what I am really wanting to get into on this one today is about consequence. And I think it's definitely relevant yet again in this day and age because I think as a society, you know, we... I think one of the biggest things that we have playing a part in our decision-making process and rightly so, it becomes factored in to the decision-making process because of the part of the brain, the limbic system, which is designed for safety. You know, what we have included inside of our decision-making process is to whether or not we do something, whether that be start the business, invest the money, have the difficult conversation, whatever it is that could potentially get us a result that we want or where we want to be. You know, often what will factor into the decision-making process, which, like I was saying, I think for for most of people in society, the consequence of taking action, of doing the thing, of investing the money, of starting the business, of having the conversation, of whatever it is, will often allow the consequence of doing the thing to prevent us from doing it. But that's the only thing that will factor into the decision-making process. So we make it a com an incomplete analysis when it comes to making a decision because all we're focusing on is the consequence of doing the thing, the consequence of taking action. And, you know, you might be absolutely correct. There may be a consequence financially of starting the business, of investing the money. There might be a consequence in terms of losing certain people from your life and feeling uncomfortable when it comes to having the conversation. You know, there very well may be a potential consequence of you doing a thing. But we also need to understand that there's also a consequence for not doing a thing either. And I think this is what we can become so blinded to and we'll just seem to forget and we'll never factor into the decision-making process. And I really do feel like that's the reason why so many people in society are stuck and trapped living a life of mediocrity with no real fulfillment. They've got a lot of problems going on it's the only thing that really you're aware of and there seems to be a lot of things for them to complain about and from the perspective of those people that doesn't really seem to be much good and i think the reason what keeps so many people held back is because if we allow the consequences of taking the action to be the only thing that we factor into the decision making process then we are never actually going to move forward because there's always going to be a consequence there there's always going to be a consequence there. There's always going to be a potential consequence of you doing the very thing. Now, it might not happen, which is why it's a potential consequence, but it can very well happen. But if we're only focused on that, then energetically what we're doing, we are creating so much resistance in front of us from moving forward. If the reason why for moving forward isn't there or isn't strong enough, then the likelihood is as soon as we are met with the resistance, we're going to bounce back. And I know this because I've experienced it a lot. And there's certainly times lately in my journey where I've experienced it because I haven't really had the clarity and I haven't really had the strong enough reason why or clarity on the reason why for actually moving forward so that when the resistance is met, it's just sort of like reverting back. Now, to sort of bring it back to the, the whole point about, you know, only factoring in the consequences or the potential consequences of taking action, I think really if we do want to make headway and if we actually want to embrace the fear and use it to our advantage, yes, have the awareness of the, the consequence of taking action. You know, have the awareness if you want to have the awareness. Know the risks, 
right? But also understand the risk and consequence of not doing that thing as well. Because let's put it in an example whereby if you are in a relationship right now and you know that there's a conversation that you need to actually have with your partner, there's something which you need to get off your chest. But the reason why you're not getting it off your chest is because all you're focusing on is the potential pain and the potential consequence that can come as a result of doing that thing. That's why you're not doing it. Because the only thing you're focused on is the pain of doing the very thing. And in that moment, you are actually making yourself unaware of the pain of not doing that thing. Because all, there is also a consequence that comes with not doing the thing. So if not having the conversation in the relationship or getting that thing off your chest, you know, if that's what you're not doing, then the consequence for you might look like what you will then build up inside of you is resentment, is hatred, is frustration, is annoyment. And then that energy is going to be projected inside the relationship, which then in turn is going to be picked up. It's going to manifest even more. And then that, what might start out as a fairly insignificant thing can build up this big thing because you've suffocated it, you've suppressed it, and the energy surrounding it grew. And then that could potentially lead to you losing your partner or losing the relationship, losing the friendship, whatever it is. That's the consequence of not having the conversation. So yes, the consequence of having the conversation or the potential consequence of having the conversation could be a hated debate. It could be a feeling of rejectedness. The person might end up leaving you. You know, there might be an argument, like whatever it is, yes. And that could be painful. And when we understand the limbic part of the brain, which is designed to keep us safe and protected, it doesn't want you to experience that. Even though by doing that, it could eventually lead to a future whereby there is none of those feelings. But to your limbic part of the, the brain, it doesn't want you to experience that at all. But we need to understand that by not doing the thing, it's sort of what I was speaking about in the last podcast, by not doing that thing, you're not avoiding it, you're just delaying it. You know, the pain that you're avoiding by not doing the thing, you're avoiding doing it, right? And all you're doing at that point is just delaying the pain. So that's how it might look inside of the relationship or a friendship. You know, yes, it's a consequence or a potential consequence of having the conversation and doing the thing, but also a factor into the equation. Okay, great. That's a consequence or the potential consequence of me doing this thing. What's the consequence of me not doing it? You know, what's it going to look like six months down the line, a year down the line, three, five? You know, if there's even anything still there in that period of time, what's the consequence of that? Let's see when it comes to a diet, right? Or going to the gym. You know, the consequence of going to the gym or going on a diet is you're probably going to miss out on certain meals and um, certain traits. Um, it might seem um, as a bit of an inconvenience going down the path of looking after your health more, missing out on certain things, trying to find certain foods, only being able to cook certain foods. That might seem like an inconvenience, right? And if you're only focused on the inconvenience and the consequence as a result of that, and you're not doing the thing, well, then you need to also understand, well, what's the consequence of me not going to the gym? What's the consequence of me not going on the diet? Because that consequence might be the case of life and death. It might be the consequence between being able to walk and not being able to walk. It might be your self-confidence and self-esteem will diminish if you don't do it. You might even lose a limb. You know, it sounds extreme, but that could very well be um, a possibility. Let's see when it comes to investing money, you know, potentially starting the business or whatever it is, getting into the crypto or getting into trading, you know, starting that side hustle, whatever it is. Yes, there's consequences to those things. There's the potential of losing the money. There's the potential loss of social esteem, which is people around you 
starting to view you differently and not really thinking of you highly anymore. Your social esteem drops, your self-esteem and your self-confidence might diminish because you're starting something new and the likelihood it is like anything we do when we knew it, we're probably going to be shit. You know, so those are the consequences of doing that. But what's the consequence of not doing it? You know, what's the consequence of you just turning up and doing life the way that you've been doing it? Earning the money that you were earning with the things going on in the world that's going on. What does that look like a year down the line, three years down the line? Not just for your financial situation, but for your mental situation, for your well-being. You know, being in the crippling environment that you might be in with the restriction and the suppression and the lack of actual control. You know, what's the consequence of that persisting for the next year, three, five, 10, 20, 30? You know, what's the consequence of that? And I think the moment we start operating with the mindset of making it a complete analysis when we do make decisions, I think really that is when we're able to start make more progress and actually use fear to our advantage. Because when fear is used to move us forward, it's an incredibly powerful projector. Because you've got a lot of energy and you've got a lot of momentum building up and pushing you out with the avoidance of the pain of not doing the thing out of the avoidance of the potential consequence of not doing this thing. Because yes, the consequence of doing that thing, starting the business, investing the money, having the conversation, going to the gym, starting the diet. Yes. The potential consequences of those things may be painful, may be fearful, but what does the potential consequence of not doing the thing look like? You know, and when you're able to sort of operate with that level of analysis and factor in those things in your decision-making process, from my experience, the fear and consequence of doing the thing diminishes because the fear and consequence of not doing the thing far outweighs it. And for me, the reality of not doing the thing, then fast forward five years time, that reality is far more haunting than the potential consequence of me doing the thing. You know, and I think ultimately when we do start to operate with more faith, when we do start to operate with more clarity and more vision, then we aren't really bothered about not making that money back quick or, you know, potentially losing some money or losing, losing social esteem and having people um, not really understand and, you know, project their limitations onto you and your self-esteem and self-confidence. Uh, self a time sort of drop um, and fade a little bit lower, you know, you wouldn't to endure those things because you've just got complete faith and clarity and vision of where you are going. And so long as you just keep taking the action, learning from the mistakes, learning from people who already have the results, studying people who have the, the lifestyle and the results that you want, and you just turn up daily, then it doesn't really matter about the setbacks. It doesn't really matter about the times where things don't really work out. You know, you you fall on your ass. People laugh. People, um, people judge. People misunderstand. You're not really bothered about it because you know where you're going anyway. You know where you're going, and when you do start to develop more of an awareness, more of an understanding of the power within you, of the universe, of God, of the power of of learning and implementing, and you know being relentless and persistent and having a having a vision and having faith in the vision, you know, the more you just become aware and understanding of those types of things and how they really factor into the success rate of actually achieving things, then you're not really going to be bothered by the setbacks because you're then going to formulate the mindset of reflecting on them and saying the lessons and the reason why they actually had to happen. 
you know, because there was still something which you needed to learn in order to go into the next level. But if you're not really operating with the vision and you have no faith in that in that vision or awareness of it, then, you know, you're not really going to continue to move forward. You're not really going to have a reason why to move forward. There's going to be nothing really to move forward to. So amongst the decision-making process, you know, countering in the, the consequences of not doing the thing to make it a complete analysis, I think also factoring into that equation, you know, when you get the clarity of the vision and the thing that you want, the lifestyle that you want to live and, and all of those things, the person that you want to become, then you've actually got something to reference to and ask yourself, okay, am I willing to face and experience the potential consequences of me doing this thing? You know, am I willing to do that? And then when you've been able to experience through your imagination, you know, having that synthetic experience of the, of the future and of that thing that you want, then you compare that to the reality in the future of not having a thing and things being quite being quite dramatically worse, then you've really gotten yourself a powerful level of motivation because that fear will likely drive you to do the thing. And it's a powerful motivator. And I don't think it's something which is a long-term motivation, but when I'm, you know, studying the likes of Alex Harmozy and Chris Wills, um, you know, and it seems to be a more common thing and theme amongst these people who have results is that at the beginning, you know, trying to avoid the potential consequence of not doing the thing and avoiding that painful reality and painful future, that can be incredibly motivating and it can be incredibly um, uplifting. It can be very, very powerful because you've got something major that you're really trying to avoid. And as humans, you know, we're far more likely to take action to avoid pain as opposed to acquiring pleasure. You know, it's just, it, it seems to be how we're hardwired as humans. And, you know, to give you more of an analogy with this, it's if you imagine you've got a skyscraper, but you've got two skyscrapers and in between those skyscrapers, you've just got like a, a thin piece of rope or wire, right? And let's say in skyscraper ear, there's a, there's a business conference happening in the top floor. And there's around about 30 people at the conference and there's a fire exit at the top. So the person who's conducting the, the conference opens, opens the fire escape door and, you know, shows all the participants the wire. And on skyscraper B, you know, the second skyscraper on the opposite end of the wire, you know, there's 10 million pounds cash, right? Or there's something which is pleasurable on the opposite side of the wire. And what happens from there is the person who's conducting the, the conference, you know, sees the, the people in attendance, you know, if you walk this wire, which bear in mind, they're a couple of thousand feet in the air. You know, if you walk this wire, you will then receive that 10 million pound cash, you know, or that, that thing, that pleasurable, desirable outcome. And most of the people in that room aren't actually going to walk that wire. Even though there's a potential gain at the end of it, the fear and the pain and the discomfort of actually walking that wire to acquire the desirable outcome, the desirable thing, isn't enough to motivate those people to endure the fear, right? And the, the potential consequence of doing the thing, it's not really motivating for people to do that. But let's say those same people in that same conference, same situation, 
They've got the wire. They've got skyscraper E and B. But suddenly halfway through the conference, smoke alarms start sounding. And they just start seeing these flames sort of engulf the the building. And now suddenly the fire's starting to, to peep through the doors. And now suddenly it's starting to, you know, enter its way into that room. And they can't go down the stairs because it's lit up on fire. They can't use the elevators because the power's run out. The only way for them to actually make it out there alive is actually going across that wire and getting onto the other side of the skyscraper. Same skyscraper, same distance in the air, same method to get to the skyscraper. The only difference now is they're not doing it to acquire again and pleasure. They're doing it to avoid death. They're doing it to avoid pain. So how many people in that room do you think are actually going to be willing to go across that that wire to get onto the other side? There's going to be a lot more people. The likelihood is people will literally, if they can't walk it, they'll hang from it and start to, you know, shimmy the wire along the wire. You know, they'll pretty much do anything to actually get on the other side of it. And that there is an analogy. It just shows how we're actually wired as human beings to be far more likely and motivated to do a thing, even though there's a potential consequence of doing the thing, if it's for the avoidance of pain as opposed to the acquisition of pleasure. That is what that analogy, uh, analogy um, sort of proves of how we are hardwired as human beings. So with you, you know, what is the thing that you want? What's the thing that you're often thinking about? You know, I really do think having a vision is a primary focus and the primary step because the Bible said, you know, without vision, we, we perish. So I think ultimately having the vision and having that desirable outcome, having the 10 million pound on the opposite side of the skyscraper, I do think that's great. And I think it's very much needed. But to factor into your decision-making process, you know, what is the pain that could come from you not doing that thing? So yes, going to the gym, you can get that body and start the diet, you can get that body. That's, that's a gain. But what's the pain of you not doing the thing? What's the pain of you not going to the gym, not getting the membership, not being consistent and not sticking to a diet? What's the consequence of that? You know, because yes, having the pleasurable thing is incredible, but the likely it is it's not always going to keep you motivated. But if you focus on the fact that you could lose a limb or develop an illness, then now suddenly denying the donut or denying the alcohol, it now becomes a lot more easier to do because you're like, no, thank you. No, nope, not happening. Same when it comes to starting a business or investing the money. You know, having the desirable outcome of being job free, being able to have the location freedom to travel the world on your terms or just spend more time with your family, buy nice things, have nice experiences. Yes, that's great. But to avoid the pain of, you know, not having enough money to even buy your full shopping list and pay your bills and then needing to now click the heating off more during the day to avoid the the energy bills creeping up, you know, and then even severe situations where you're then going to need to maybe give your car back and downgrade your lifestyle because the income that you were earning isn't matching the inflation that's taking place. And then now suddenly the, the fear of, investing the money becomes far less fearful and big because you're now aware of the consequence of not doing it 
and just operating this with this complete analysis as a mentality, I really do feel like that is when we're able to take the fear from in front of us by focusing on the potential consequence of doing the thing. We then put the fear behind us and we then allow the fear and consequence of not doing the thing to then drive us to do the thing. And that's power. That's power. And it's fair. It's fair because you're only focusing on the potential consequence of you doing a thing, having the difficult conversation, starting the gym, starting the diet, you know, starting the business, investing the money, you know, only focusing on the consequence or the potential consequence of doing those things. That's an incomplete analysis, my friend. Incomplete analysis. Yes, those things could happen. Great awareness. Should have that awareness. But what are the consequences of you not doing that thing because there's also a consequence in not doing it as well and are you aware of the consequence of not doing it because you might not be aware of not doing it you might not be aware of those consequences but understand that ultimately potential consequences are unavoidable just like pain you know everything has a potential consequence everything doing the thing has a potential consequence not doing the thing has a potential consequence both things have a potential consequence. When you factor in both of them, and then you ask yourself the question, am I willing to endure and face and potentially experience the consequence of me doing this thing? Am I willing to do that? Then do it. Because you've got the awareness of the consequence of not doing it. So sit with that reality for a little bit. Visualize the, the the pleasurable experience that you want to get out of doing the thing, but also sit with the reality of not doing it and what that looks like and what that feels like. And when you start to emotionally connect to that, now suddenly you've got power. Now suddenly you're starting to get more of a spring in your step and thinking, shit, yeah, this actually needs to happen. There's a lot more urgency getting created because you're actually now aware of the consequence of not doing the thing. You're aware that if you sit in the room, the fight is going to get you. Sometimes you've got to go across the tightrope because ultimately there's pain and potential consequences in both realities, in both experiences, both taking the action and not taking it. So I hope that this has really helped you or will help you with your decision-making process because we do live in an age now where things are changing, times are shifting. A lot more opportunities are, are happening now in the world and it's never been easier to take advantage of the opportunity to really create freedom and and wealth in our life but if we're only allowing the decision making part of the process to be filtered through the lens of consequence of taking action without factoring in at the consequence of not taking action then we're not really going to be able to take advantage of the opportunity that's going on right now and we're going to be left with incredible amounts of pain because of the changes that's taking the place in the world we aren't actually setting ourselves up to thrive in them the majority of people in the world right now are setting themselves up to survive in them, not thrive. And I think that's why there is an epidemic going on in the mental health world because we're just out of alignment with the true, with the, the, the true spiritual essence, which is in ourselves, which is always for expansion, which knows no fear, which has no bounds, which knows no limits, which has no fear, all those things. We, we've severed our connection with that part of ourselves and We'll operate with the mentality of lack and fear and limitation and all these things. And I do feel like that's why 
a lot of people are stuck and are suffering because the connection with their spirit has been severed so much to the degree that we are literally, we're just operating like a desk, like we've got no power, that we're just matter and we're not energy and we're just particle and we're not waves. So, yeah, hopefully this has allowed you to expand the the lens and the filter which you operate with when it comes to making the decisions to better yourself and better the quality of your life because I do feel like it's relevant. I really do feel like it's relevant and hopefully it's provided value for you. And as always, if it has, please share the show. Please share the message. I'm seeing more and more people share this and it's incredible. I'm having more conversations with people about it and it's incredible. And it gives me so much more drive and motivation, even on the days where I don't feel like doing it because I know that people are tuning into these and having them a part of their daily personal development routine. And that gives me drive. That gives me motivation and discipline to doing it because yes, I've got my vision, but I also know of how much people are relying on this and how much people are actually needing this. And I want to be an embodiment of the words in which I speak. And so long as I have breath in my lungs, I'm going to aim to continue to do that. So for those of you who are sharing the show, thank you. I love you so much. I do see you and I do appreciate every time I see the stories getting tagged on my Instagram. I'm just like, wow, okay, that's still happening. So yeah, it's incredible. I've got a love. I've got a lot of love and I've got a lot of appreciation um, for those of you who are sharing it, who are telling your friends about this. Um, I really do. I really do love it. If you hit the bell icon, if you hit the follow, it means that you'll always be notified whenever a new episode gets dropped. Um, as always, if you do find value, please share it. Please share it with friends, share it on your social medias. Um, I do feel like a lot of the world need to hear this, especially in this day and age. Um, and yeah, a lot of love, a lot of love. Um, so yeah, that's, that's it for the episode there today. And to sign off as always, you know, the mind, your mind, um, your mind is the creator and you are the observer and your life can change in an instant the moment that you decide to change peace out big love see you on the next episode